Hey friends, this is Carrie. You're listening to a very special family camp edition of the Everyday People podcast, where everyday people talk about everyday things at family camp. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the final episode of 2019 Everyday People Podcast Family Camp Edition. Unfiltered Friday Part 2. Unfiltered Friday Part 2. It is still Friday. It is isn't still it? Friday. Oh my we, gosh. we put out a special edition this morning. Uh, we had Unfiltered Friday, but yeah. we decided because it was the last day of camp, we would split it into two particular sections. So we yep. had a morning session, and now we have the evening session. So we are closing up Unfiltered Friday. It's magnificent. And as usual, that voice you're hearing is my co-host, Travis. Hello. Welcome, as always. Thank you. Thank you. Special guest tonight, you guys, we've gotten a celebrity. It is Pastor Peter Sung. Welcome, Peter. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, And just the fact that it's Friday, we've crammed so much into this final day. It has been a big day. There was there was a lot. There was a lot going on, frankly, from the from the first thing that we started with this morning. <gasps> yes, uh, which was for us a pre a pre chapel podcast. Session. It was a, yep, and we um, had to cut it and go meet with the Lord because chapel was about to begin. That's right, and uh, it was it was a great I thought a great chapel session. I enjoyed it was I enjoyed Peter, and of course now we have Peter here with us, so we actually get to ask him a little bit about. Yeah. Like his perspective on the chapel sessions. But, you know, considering we went from that into uh, just we had the little production from the kids of what the preschool and Laurel and some of those stuff had happened. Um, And then, of course, into the regular big parts of the day because it was a packed day. It was just a lot going on. It was packed because they had competitive ultimate. Mm -hmm. Were you in on that? I was not. I was playing golf. That's right. And I think Richard sat out, too. I don't know what the deal was there, but... Maybe he was um, ultimated out. The competitive ultimate tends to be camper. Uh, it's staff versus camper, and the staff plays by a set of different rules oh, than than it. most of us do. Uh, okay. And so we just it's usually a pass for most of our usual ultimate players. Okay. Uh, and so just we because tend of to go the, the difference in um, rules. Yeah, like it's just different strategies, different, and so it just makes it hard to to right. play. So it's and plus it gives everybody else an opportunity to go out and and do it. You know, rather than right. having to play with us, so. right? Yeah. You guys, we you tend guys... to be a little, we tend to be a little handsy and a little, uh, a little more aggressive. Well, perhaps, and I, I find it, word. I find it interesting that they call this session competitive because I would call you guys maybe. Yeah, we probably are competitive, actually more competitive plus two. Now, Peter, I didn't see you playing any ultimate. I used to play ultimate in high school. In fact, I was on the B team. Hey, I tried out for the A team and didn't make it. But I have an ultimate story. I went to play some pickup ultimate with Microsoft people who play uh, twice a week. And they take this game really seriously. And it was my first time playing. And it was my first time playing in a long time. um, Not just with them. And I laid out in the end zone. It was the first toss of the game. And I actually caught the frisbee in the end zone. Mm. But... In that motion, I pulled my hamstring, and I had to go to the hospital. Oh, Oh, so it was both glory and pain. I scored for my team and then disappeared. Actually, but some might say that was the best way to go because you went out on top. You went out as the hero of the moment. 
now for you personally. A lot yeah, of, that, it was, was good. Horrible, but, but what was so funny was <laughs> like you're you're going to be remembered fondly for that. <laughs> I was standing around uh, for a minute, and then I had actually a meeting. Uh, to go to at the hospital next, like nearby, Overlake Hospital, because I was having a meeting with somebody from church who works inside the Starbucks, which is inside the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Where are you going?" And I said, "I'm going to the hospital." And they tell, "Are you that injured?" And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know them, so I didn't feel I had to explain. I said, "Well." I gotta go. And I, gotta I just go. left, oh, and I think to this day they think I was seriously injured. And that you actually, so that's that's <laughs> so a, really that's a mark what of you were doing is just kind of maybe a victorious limp to yeah. your that's hospital right. meeting. And I may have exaggerated <laughs> the limp a little, because <laughs> yes. that's what human nature does. That's right. That's right. Go ahead and you know you got to suck up the compassion yeah. points yeah. while they're there. If you're oh, going absolutely. down, you got to go, right. down, go in down in flames. That's right. That's exactly it. Well, glorious to go down catching the frisbee as opposed to pulling. Hammy and dropping the frisbee. And nobody's so, taking that away from me. That's right. That's you get right. to you get to live and own that moment forever. That's right. Uh, but when old guys don't remember that they're old, oh. that's what happens. Yeah. Because I remembered my high school glory days, and then I did that. Yeah. 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 Now we did see that a little bit today during the triathlon. We had our uh, our good friend Clean, uh, a follower of our podcast, and and quite a good re- R and D guy for us every now and then this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Um, Coming in for his breaking uh, while while the, he was biking, and he was supposed to tap Joel, who was going to continue running, running. and uh, yeah. he decided to break a little too aggressively right in the middle of the dirt gravel patch, and, and went a little head over heels and was down, and yeah. we had to get him patched up. So thankfully, nothing uh, seriously he injured. He, yeah, he took oh, a good. He took a good. Over. Yeah, the bike kind of kicked and fishtailed around. But and what he ended I up heard down. is that was after they completed the successful test. They did. They so completed Joel the test. So Joel was able. Joel tried to stop and help, which I thought was noble on Joel's part, except the fact both Clem and I were because I happened to be right nearby, yeah. and so I ran over to Clem to help him up, and both Clem and I were yelling at Joel like, "Get out roll. of here! You need to get Go. running! Like why? Are, why? Are, you know, we'll we'll take care of Clem. You get rolling." So yeah, um, yeah. they were able to deliver a good. A good medal standing with that performance, but uh, shout out to Clean who took one for the team. Yes. You're a poet and you didn't know it. Boom. Um, So Joel caught me right around as I was entering Squanto. So you're saying if he hadn't been such a stand-up guy, he he would have caught me before that. Probably. If he hadn't tried to Yeah, he probably probably lost uh, a good 30, 45 seconds or so kind of just momentum because he started his momentum and then clean went down and he he stopped to go try to help him up and and yeah. then we were like you need yeah. to keep running so yeah i mean who, who can say what would have been um so but true. but in this particular case they still were able to to get the job done oh they did so hats they, off they hats really off to joel well. and clean and yep. all the other members of that team i can't remember who their yeah. third person it was, was joel but. and clean was it Eric? Might have been was Eric. Eric that one? I Might think Eric was the swimmer on that one. Can't remember. But well done, gentlemen. Very well done. Uh, very well done to all the participants today. It was a, it was a high stakes race. It was a like, high stakes race. The whole day was great. I feel like everywhere people were having a good time, and of oh. course we're 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 taking this session here right outside the big bonfire campfire that's happening. Yep. Uh, and so the sounds of happiness are abounding around. The weather us. was great. Too. Weather was perfect. Was yep. Yep, I was a little concerned that we were going to end on a rainy note, and mm-hmm. really, really nice to have just such a beautiful day. So yeah, yep. it was absolutely Fan- lovely, fantastic. Um, and the great thing about not ending on a rainy note is I won't have to take home wet things that have been out on my deck today. Truth. They they got dry, so valid. 
won't be growing any mold on the way home. So, awesome. Well, so Peter, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Travis and I were comparing notes. He's a pastor, you're a pastor. Talking about pastors have probably given so many talks, giving messages. Um, And when you do any job, sometimes you have a really great task that you love doing or that that is your favorite more than others. So I was wondering, out of this week Hmm. in your series, A Different Ethic, if if one of the messages stood out to you or was a particular favorite of yours? Um, I'm not sure I know what's my favorite in terms of just what I thought because I was very focused on how others were experiencing the talks Mm -hmm. and it was a little bit of a harder room to read because people were kind of reserved and I'm used to a more lively or responsive crowd at camp truth yep but it is also you guys were exactly like my church home church crowd who are you know Swedish and therefore introverted and yeah they're much quieter yeah um, which reminds me of a, a couple of Swedish jokes. One is, I love my wife so much, I almost told her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and the other one is, uh, a Swedish, Swedish introvert looks at their feet while they're talking to you. And a Swedish extrovert looks at your feet while they're talking to you. <laughs> I love it. That's yes. fantastic. And so it's a, it was, my church is a little bit like that. So I think I read you. I figured out how to read the group. And I think the climax was probably on Wednesday, from what I could tell. Mm-hmm. It was the um, it was the one where I talked about um, redemption and resurrection, mm-hmm. and um, I, f- I felt like I, there was a certain energy in the room. I think that was I would say that would be accurate, partially for two reasons. Number one, I think that uh, in general we've had. I know from our experience of this, kind of just hanging with our people in our tribe, right? Like that we've had many discussions that I've heard around the dinner table, around the lunch table, even around out here of just simply things that came up, things that were tossed around ideas. And again, you know, you know, you're you're you've been part of High Rock. You know where High Rock is is you know, it's a greater Boston area, so you end up with people who are, you know, deep thinkers, you end up with doctors and, and scientists and engineers, right? And people who are analytical and people who and, and as you you know, even see in the room today, right, or in, in you know throughout this week, people who are tend to be a little more reserved emotionally, mm-hmm. although they're very deeply processing things that are happening right. and things that they're taking in, right. So there, there's a lot of processing happening. It's just a very reserved and almost it, it, that that expression of it comes out later, right, uh, and in different settings, right. So we've we've gotten a chance to experience some of the the outpouring. In fact, um, so I'm thinking the Wednesday one. Yep. That was you and. Uh, and my Becky, wife, my wife Becky was the co-host that night, and Eric Young, uh, and I believe that was number one your longest podcast. As the two of them oh, took man. that morning's discussion and just through the course of some of their own dialogue, I believe they brought Lord of the Rings yep. and all sorts of <laughs> uh, all sorts of meta narrative and timey wimey wibbly wobbliness. Like there was just all sorts of stuff. Like it was the longest podcast. It was one of the most in-depth conversations between people and i know again lots of people have listened to it my eyes went crossed by the end of that episode it was completely enjoyable and fascinating but they they took it to a new level of comprehension so to 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 give you some context peter um, my wife my family in general so me my wife uh, but the yuns as well eric as Mm -hmm. well uh, we are we are firmly in the camp of nerds 
Uh, and so anytime you get into nerd culture, staunch, uh, nerds. staunch nerd. So for us, I know Wednesday, it was like you were preaching to the choir, right? Hmm. Like a very nerdy choir granted, yeah. but you were pre- it's like, we were just loving all of it. We were like, yes, he's bringing in all of the different things and all the different stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think Wednesday, I, I would agree. It was a very, very good one. Although I, like I said, from our experience, the discussions that we've heard, I think they've all been very well received and very well discussed. Yep. Lots of stuff for people to think about. Even interviewing Joel last night, Joel was yep. uh, really appreciated the fact that you were taking on hard things, tough things, deep mm-hmm. things, uh, and you didn't come out here and give a uh, welcome to family camp, let's sing Kumbaya three times, and then kind of just, you know, right. go, go, go do a good Christian camp and, and have a good day guys. So right. like he, he really, I know that's been really appreciated that there was yeah. some, some, something, some, a lot of food for thought. Yeah. A lot and of trying to do that without being divisive or mm-hmm. opinionated or creating, um, just the unnecessary, unhelpful discomfort in people. So that was kind of the needle I was trying to thread all week. And I think it happened. I would say, I would, I would say so. I know my family, um, like I said, my family very much appreciated you. My, my daughter, who's 16, just turned 16, mm-hmm. uh, stayed in all of the main sessions instead of going with the senior high because she was uh, really interested in both the concepts of what you were burning out, but also just the way you said it and the way you mm-hmm. were kind of expressing uh, yeah. yourself. So she really connected deeply with that and really enjoyed it. And we got to take a tangent here and talk about your daughter because I have a 16-year-old too. Okay. So I experienced her... Uh, in comparison to my own daughter okay and I I was really impressed with her I was impressed with her maturity and the Mm. way that she interacted with adults and um, Susie and I my wife and I thought she was she might be a college student she she does tend to carry herself a little a little older than sometimes her age Um, she's she's a very high active part of high rock Uh, we've We've lovingly uh, titled her our stage manager. She keeps, we're a portable church still right now, so she keeps all of our, uh, from the moment setup begins, she keeps that thing in order and happening and on time and on track and making sure everybody has what they need and are where they're supposed to be. So um, even within, even within Sunday, she tends to carry a good bit of responsibility and um, yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. So I hope you're she's, proud of her. I, I hope am. you continue to see that even though you're close to her and used to her. Yeah. Uh, as an outsider, I was really impressed. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. I, I know she'd be uh, she'll be really honored to hear that. If she listens, does she? Well, listen I told to her all this. My wife and I actually okay. told her. This. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> we accused her of being a college student. That's very cool. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure that gratified her deeply. Yeah. I'm sure there was a good smile on her face if when when she heard that. It's always that. lovely so, to, to get that out. She likes she likes to yeah. uh, she's looking forward to that day anyway. Can so. I share what she said? Please. She said, "Well, I've been in ministry for a long time, and so I'm used <laughs> to relating to people." Yes. She's not wrong. She's not. She's <laughs> even that answer. Right, right. Like proved my point. So, so, yeah, my yeah, yeah. She's she has been in ministry a long she time. She has. She's. Uh, no, I remember years and years ago, back well, when was, we first met. You guys would go to work. One. Uh, she was two. Three. Two or three. Yeah, okay. Uh, turning, yeah. Three. turning three. Turning three. Okay. Turning three. Um, you I was guys would go to work. a church in Westford. Yep. You guys would go to work, and she would go with you. Mm-hmm. And later on, both girls would just go with mm-hmm. you and be in that space while you guys were doing your work. Mm-hmm. We've always invited them to, to share in it with us. We yeah. think that's an important part of our ethos as a family. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's been something that's that's uh, good to hear that she she embraces that. Yeah, that's been the invitation for them ever since they were really young. Was that uh, you can either watch us do it and kind of just get tagged along, uh-huh. 
or you can be part of it with us and you get to share in, in something God is doing in our family and, and you get to be part of the kingdom of God and serving in it. Uh, even if you don't really fully understand what that means and looks like yet, we, we believe the Holy Spirit will guide you in that and eventually you'll embrace it for yourself. So that's awesome to hear. That makes my heart yeah, happy. And this me, is, that tells me good things. And this is another tangent off the tangent. So we're like so inception like three levels. Super, yes. Is, yes. A, is that a super tangent? It might be a super tangent. tangent. Yeah, a super tangent the second. following the super rabbit. Tan squared. Is, uh, I was uh, listening to this podcast Years ago, I was interviewing this University of Chicago economist who wrote a book on parenting. Mm -hmm. And he says that uh, parents are way less influential than they realize. And he gave some examples about that. But he said it's really the environment that the parents Mm -hmm. create that does most of the nurturing and the parenting. Interesting. So I will accuse you of creating a really good environment for your family. Well, I will appreciate that. (laughs) But I I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate this week. um, You know, I don't know if you got a chance to talk with her. My my wife and daughter literally came back late, late, late Monday night. after working for about a week and a half in Moscow. They've been out in kids camp uh, in Moscow. Oh, she told me all about it. Okay, she did tell you about it. So I appreciated the fact that, uh, that, like I said, what you were having to say, she was able to wake up and despite jet lag, despite all the things that she yeah. was dealing with, wow. she, she clicked in and, and just was uh, really, really receptive to everything you were saying. So I appreciate yeah. you and appreciate your, like, your heart and your word and your ministry this week. It, it, awesome. it definitely spoke well to our family. That's that's fantastic. I can't think of any better way to um, end this episode than to say, let's go continue the bro fest and the love fest. Enjoy a s'more. Enjoy a s'more or an ice cream or, or an whatever. ice cream, whatever whatever you would choose. Yeah. So I think that's a good let deal. me let me just say some nice ending words, everyone. It's been a pleasure um, to be here this week at family camp. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I hope you will be able to to find the time and space to join us again next year at family camp. Travis, as always, so fun to work with you. Thanks for being my co-host. Always a pleasure. And Pastor Peter Sung, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. So we are signing off. May I say one thing? Of course. As the founding pastor of High Rock, I am so happy and I feel so thankful to bear witness to what High Rock has become. And it really helps me to have more faith in God and to trust that uh, in many ways life finds a way. Good words. And again, bringing some meta meta narrative to us here. Yeah. Pulling a little Jurassic Park. Nice. Life finds a way. (laughs) Nice. That's going to make Eric you unhappy tonight. We're we're here. I might as well say one more thing. I think my favorite nugget that you said this week was... um, it is the nature of truth to emerge. Mm, that was a parenthetical comment, too. Yeah, I love it. It yeah, was fantastic. That was good. All right, everyone, go with the nuggets. We'll catch you again soon on the Everyday People Podcast. Family Camp Edition.